even remember doing it. You did it, that's what counts. I'm... I'm sorry. Oh, I don't care. When I'm done here, you're going home. Why? Because I made a mistake. One mistake. I don't even remember doing it. Doctor! Yeah, I know. You're only human. What are you doing? The worst thing I'll ever do. Welcome to Into the Time Vortex podcast. Uh, talking about Doctor Who. <laughs> no, I forgot really. for a second what we're going to talk about. Uh, we're talking about an episode called The Beast Below, which is uh, written by Stephen Moffat in 2010. I am Ken. Jeff. Julia. What do people think about... This was the second episode for Matt Smith. Second episode for Amy Pond. Right. So it's Amy and the Doctor going to Starship UK, which is where Great Britain went after the sun got too close to the Earth or something. I don't know. Something happened. Um, and the Doctor realizes that it's not a spaceship and he doesn't understand what's powering it. And he tries to find out how this spaceship is moving through Earth when there's no vibrations and nothing mechanical. Okay. That's the basic plot. Not a favorite of mine. Eh, it was okay. I mean, it's not it's not as bad as I remember it being, but yeah, it's here. not as... it's not great. Um, it's definitely a letdown from the 11th hour. It definitely is a letdown from that. Um, here we go. I don't know if I agree with that. <laughs> I, there were some similarities to the creature from the pit. A few, <laughs> not many. Um, you know, and, and it's a morality play. Do you... You know, the, the, the point of it is do you, there's this creature that they have attached their spaceship to and they are enslaved, enslaved it and are torturing it to make it carry them. Mm -hmm. Kind of like the ooh back in Planet of the Ooh. Kind of, yeah. And it's like we've seen it a million times before. And they have the option to know that they're doing this or to forget that they're doing this and everybody chooses to forget because they can't live with themselves mm -hmm. treating this last of its kind creature in such a horrible way and so even the queen has chosen to forget and i thought the way they handled that was amazing because even amy pond does it and then she gets really upset at herself for doing that because she's like how could i have done that and it's like well and it's a decision it's it's a like we either it's either us or it and i like it's how possible what? It's an impossible decision. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's. It, do you want to die or do you want to live? Do you want the creature to die? It, but they didn't seem like they gave it a chance. I mean, it came, as we find out in the end, it came to help because it didn't want to hear the children cry or suffer. Mm hmm. So if it came to help, wasn't it already go underneath? The space, the the. Well, that part's never answered. Right, no, okay. I mean, and then all of a sudden they said, "Oh, this creature is helping us. We need to go faster. So let's cut the top of its head off and zap its brain." No, I, I thought it was they 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 captured it. 
No, it came yeah, voluntarily. It came. No, no, it came. It came, but they didn't know that. It didn't say hey. So they were floating in space, going nowhere, and they no, said, oh, they're look, on Earth, weren't they? A, no, there's a space whale. Let's go capture it and use it to pilot the ship, and let's cut the top of its head off. And yeah, that's exactly what they did. And, and they didn't know that it was there. It, it was there um, on its own accord. They just said, "Oh, let's capture this thing," and um, they forced it. But they, they they never knew that it was trying to help them. And as soon as they stopped electrocuting it, it was like, "Oh, now I'm going to go fast now." And they, it was. But they never realized that back then. They just said, "Let's just capture it and cut its head off and zap its brain." Yes, because they were desperate to get the get. Off their planet and get somewhere. They're stupid. Well, yeah. I mean, you have to buy that. If you buy that, I mean, it, it makes perfect sense. And I thought the whole, like you said, the whole idea. And they sort of did this again with Clara and killed the moon with the. Didn't she have to make a decision between the creature and whatever? And it just seemed like, I mean, yeah, the moon. It was sort of the same type of thing. They, they it was a test for Cl Clara's. Was a test. I don't know if the doctor. Knew the answer to this and was just testing Amy, but well, Amy he was going to go. Answer. Well, he just was going to go and. He was going to. He was going to make it brain dead. Yeah, yeah, make it brain dead. But here's my answer. I'll make it brain dead. But Amy came up with the answer, like a different answer, which, you know, I I thought was. A, I'll tell you what. This is the. This is before I started to hate Amy, and I thought she was really good in this, and I thought the doctor was really good. I thought it was a continuation of the last episode, where he was like putting the glass down and he was like making things up and he was being very eccentric and kind of animated and it's bef yeah I thought this was before well like, maybe it's even the next one where it starts to go down <laughs> even more but um, see I thought Amy was was way too confident for somebody who was basically on her first trip to space you know she's just way too cocky that that's yeah. that's what bothered me I mean I, I like later Clara yeah. Well, the, the classic series, they, they don't have a lot of time to adjust. They just are into it right away. But um, but I see where you're coming. Rose took a little bit longer mm -hmm. to start to get her confidence going. But um, Yeah, because you see, with Rose, she's like, especially the one where they bring her into the past, she opened up the door and she's like cautiously stepping out into the, to put her foot in the snow of a different yeah. time. Or when she's up in, what was the next one, the, that space station, she's kind of like... Not. Oh yeah, that's just. She me keeps going world. off on her own, like she's kind of trying to process it. Yeah. Whereas Amy's just like boom, bang, bang, bang. Yeah. Yeah. I guess that didn't make much sense. I mean, maybe they can't do that with every single companion because they spent too much time on it. But it defines the character, and maybe it's one of the reasons that I started to not like Amy later on because she was too sort of forward with everything. But. Um, I like the scene though where she, he's basically telling her we're not going to get interrupted and interfere with this and she's looking at the girl crying and he comes up and starts helping the girl and she's like what yeah I, I really like that there's scenes like that throughout the whole new series that I really like but it, it's like a it's like a gag like that and it, it sort of sums up the whole episode because it's like that's what the doctor does and that's kind of neat and, and you know, she was just learning. And I like the scene where he's holding on to her outside the TARDIS because that's Yeah, sort of, that was cool. Um, you know. I was just 
surprised that she would like go on her first adventure almost barefoot and in a night. Yeah, that was a little weird. In her night, whatever she was wearing to sleep, her nightgown. Nightgown and a yeah. robe. Well, it reminded me a little bit of Clara's first one because in Clara's first episode, maybe, or the I don't know which one's her first episode, but the one where she's walking around with a coffee cup the whole time, she's so like. Yeah, but she, she's dressed. That, no, but, but the point of the matter is you, you get so wrapped up in it that you, you don't know what you're doing, and it's the same thing with Amy. I think Amy just... Remember, Amy was in TARDIS. She had just come from being outside, and then all of a sudden they were she they landed. Take a couple of minutes to get dressed. Doesn't he have a closet full of clothes? He could have said, go change. But the point of the matter is... Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> so, okay. I liked it when, she got, when they uh, got thrown up by the creature. Yeah. That... It was gross. Um, <laughs> I thought that was funny. It was funny. I think that's the only part of the episode but I then, actually liked. Like five minutes like, later, Geronimo, we're getting thrown up. <laughs> I was just like, yeah, it's good. Five minutes later, her hair is all cute and curly, and her, she, her clothes are dry. And I'm like, yeah. she's not covered in sick anymore. How did that happen? Because she sure didn't take a shower. I like the historical cycle idea that they've been doing this for decades and. Each time Liz Ten had has a chance to do something, and she picks the same answer every single time. And it's just, you know, and it's been going on for like three hundred years. And the whole concept of UK being a, a, on a this ship with the whale and everything, it, it's, it's reminds me a little bit of like Mortal Engines, which I've never read, but there's a movie coming out. I saw the trailer like a couple weeks ago. That's why it's in my head. Peter Jackson. It's about a um, I guess it's a, I don't know if it's a series of books, but it's uh, I don't know who does the the book, but it's um, London's is this giant vehicle that's going around the desert or whatever, and it, it, they're mobile now as, as opposed to a stationary city. But uh, it kind of reminded me of that a little bit. Huh. Watching it again this time, but I loved the woman who played um, Liz Ten. I thought she was great. Yeah, she was oh, Sophie O'Kendall. Yeah, she won the Kemi Award, right? She was at least she nominated, nominated for Hotel Rwanda. Um, I just I thought she was pretty cool. Yeah, I, I liked her in most of it. Right at the beginning, I, I thought, oh no, here we come with another character that's flamboyant and everything. And she got worse. Did she come back and, and was in another episode? Yes. I think she was really bad in that. Big Bang. Yeah, so. Or was it the Big Bang or the one before? Which, the one before Big Bang. Pandora opens. Maybe that two-parter. Uh, yeah, but, but I mean, but um, I thought she was really good. She was a really good actress, like you said. I didn't. I had forgotten that she was nominated. It's hard to review this for me because I know what's going to happen, you know, and like the the end where they have the close-up of the crack on the on the oh, yeah, spaceship UK crack. and. <laughs> When I remember when I first watched these episodes, just being like, what the hell is the significance of that crack? Well, that's the point. But now I know. Yeah. So it's like, oh, God, you know, now I know the whole story behind She's the crack in the wall. to to our side now. Yeah. And, and <laughs> well, it's because I'm watching them again, you know, and, and this was not my favorite episode. So, and that whole crack in the universe thing irritated the crap out of me, that storyline. I think line. what they could have done with the crack was not have it in every episode. Mm -hmm. They could have had it in every other, or, you know, you go a couple episodes, oh, there it is again. Yeah. Not every single episode that we see. Yeah. I don't like 
I go. I say it again. I say it a hundred times. I don't like when they do that because we'll ready. Russell T. Davis does it all. Did it all the time. Maybe not as much as Moffat, but you know, they, they want to remind us that there's a there's an ending. You know, like oh, Amy's pregnant. Amy's not pregnant. Okay, thanks for reminding us. Rose popping up on the screen. Ha -ha. Well, the rose popping up on the screen wasn't as blatant as the crack. The crack was every episode. A rose appearance wasn't what they did it the right way. They had her. It was almost in every episode. It wasn't, no, it wasn't in every episode, but it, it was annoying when it showed up. Yeah, but it, they did it better than they did with the crack because it wasn't in every episode. Maybe, but when it appeared, it was very, very annoying. That's because the just crack was rose. annoying too, but it wasn't. It was kind of like. Oh boy, the audience is clever. They saw the crack and it, it zoomed in on it too. Like, you know, Moffat's going, I don't, will they, will they see it there? Are they that dumb? Let's zoom in on it, make sure they see it. Well, that's that is, important. The story's not, it's it's the crack that's, that's important. The criticism of Moffat's era. Yeah. No, that's, I, I didn't like did. that. That was my worst part of the whole episode, was the crack. Yeah, that was that, that was my favorite part of the episode because I knew it was, it was ending. No, <laughs> I, I really like this one. I, I hate to say, I mean, you know, we watched Eleventh Hour recently, and that sort of, to me, went downhill a little bit from the first time, the last time I had watched it. Not much. I still enjoyed it. I liked the the Matt Smith Doctor. I, this is before the Matt Smith Doctor went downhill for me. I didn't care for Matt Smith's performance or the way they had him portray the Doctor in this one, where he just wasn't as the character that you know, well, he's, he's kind of—he was kind of like—he give up a little quick, and he said, he well, I'm, "I can't call myself the doctor his anymore." His temper was a little too short. I mean, you know, he's not. A I doctor love that, that scene when he was like, "Don't talk not, to me," because he was mad. He was mad. Right, at the but whole you don't situation. really see him do that. It was just kind of like off character for him. It was because he, he doesn't really do that again. And, I always, and that's what I thought the first time I saw it. Too, I was just like, you know, that's not really what I thought he was going to. What I got from the eleventh hour. But, about but I mean, if, would Peter Capaldi have been mad? Well, yeah, but that would have fit his character. Yeah, well. I, yeah. I, I kind of. But this was only. This the actually might have been a better Capaldi episode. This was only. Yeah. The, well, they did it again and killed him. Yeah, I know. I know. But a little bit. Uh, but I mean, this was his second. Matt Smith's second episode. We didn't exactly know what his character was going to be like. Yeah, looking true. back at hindsight, like you said, it now maybe doesn't fit in with some of the other stuff, and maybe it doesn't. Doesn't fit in with Amy because Amy's I don't think is as annoying in this episode. But no, she's not as annoying. There's definitely a difference in Amy when it's just her and the Doctor compared to when it's her and Rory and the Doctor. It's mm -hmm. like she's always kind of vaguely playing them off of each other and trying to make one or the other of them a little bit jealous. Yeah, well, she's a flirt. She's a flirt. big flirt. And I actually yeah. like the stories when it's just. The Doctor and Amy, and no Rory. That's what she just said. Yeah, no, but I'm just... I mean, I liked Rory a lot. I thought he was great. I don't like the way Amy is when they're both there. Yeah. Well... It would have been cool to see an episode except, where it was just With the exception Rory of their last one when the angels take Manhattan, they're actually... Yeah, that one was... So she got better toward the end. When, when they got back together with the Doctor again, they, they, they sort of... When, when, when she was no longer like, I'm in love with the doctor, which is just the that's worst thing you could possibly the next do. Episode. <laughs> was it the next one that starts? Well, at least she put some clothes on when she went back in the TARDIS before they went to, like, 1940 Earth. 
That was the worst part of the episode. I forgot about the Winston Churchill thing. I don't like it when it leads oh. to the next episode. It was kind of like... Well, a lot of those have, did that yeah, in no, the first season. Yeah, they did. I like the whole idea of a, of a, a, a space whale. It's kind of a neat little... I just, I, I kind of, and it's a fantasy thing. It's, you know, it's kind of like a fantasy element. and It's kind of neat, though. Yeah, I, I just, the image, we didn't see it toward the end, which is very Moffat-like. Moffat kind of, one of the things, like, another defense is, I'm not saying this is like um, the girl in the fireplace, but you're, you're kind of like, there's a mystery, and it unveils itself little by little, and they, they, re they give you the answer halfway through this episode. It's a space whale. But they, we don't see it until the end, so it's kind of like there's a little bit of a payoff at the end, and hopefully it was because we we wanted to see the space whale in, in its glory and not just like oh let's just show the crack, <laughs> you know it's like I, I can't. I, what, what I didn't understand was if they got thrown up, how come they didn't get thrown out into space? Um. Yeah, that's a good point. Why didn't they get thrown into space? <laughs> I, I don't know because its mouth was there. At in space. In because he's got that smiling, oh good, they're stop zapping my brain. I can fly and and, and in peace. Did it, peace did it now. open its mouth at the end? Was uh, it open well, or closed? It was, it, it was just sort of, but it was there. The mouth was there in space. But but Amy and, and the doctor got get spit out into some Well they they, they got access they got cut. I, I, why am I defending the new series? <laughs> I know, why are this you? Like a this role, is the role. opposite. This is it's like usually bizarro she's role. defending it. And you and I are... The only thing that, that we should have had today was you liking one of the classic episodes and me not liking it. But yeah, that didn't that happen. That didn't happen. That's, that was that's asking too much. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but the, um, they, they were caught in like a, a tube or something that was... The feeding tube? <laughs> well, no, it wasn't a feeding tube. It was some sort of... Uh, I don't remember what he called it, but... And here I am as a fan making up an excuse... Was it because they didn't want the resources to go out into space, so they created this? Uh, or no, no one knew that it was there. But someone knew, must have known that there was a whale there. Yeah, the the the, the Smiler oh, guys. Okay. Yeah, what was the point of the Smiler I don't, guys? Too? I don't totally get the Smiler guys. They what was creepy. their function? They were creepy. Besides, they were creepy. Besides torturing little kids by saying, "Hey, you were bad at school, so you got to walk home," <laughs> which basically means they got to go down and carry wood. I don't know what that was all about either. Why were they all carrying wood to the... Was it wood? And where were the trees? Where did they get the wood from? I have questions. Um, Keep defending it, Ken. I, I felt like defend the, the wood. I felt like the, 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 it was a enclosed environment and they needed to keep all their resources so they weren't going to dispose of anything. So anything that was going to be... So what were they doing with the wood? Stacking I, it? Was it wood? I, I didn't see wood. I'm sorry. <laughs> when, the, when the little girl who was crying, sees her friend yeah. in the tower, which is actually the basement. Mm -hmm. um, she, He's carrying what looks like a couple of logs. Maybe it was metal? I don't know. I don't know. I, I didn't get a good look I at mean, it. I mean, I guess it's maybe whatever they're feeding the, the creature, the whale. But and weren't they feeding the creature people? Yes. But it didn't, it didn't eat the kids. It wouldn't so eat the kids, yeah. It would... It would Oh, I did eat the kids when they grew up, but, you know, okay. <laughs> it's like, Timmy, this is like the fifth time you've come down here. Get out. <laughs> I'll see you in ten years, and then we'll, then we'll talk. <laughs> yeah, it's just not, not a great story. There was definitely some 
jumps in, that you Yeah, I mean, it's not perfect. It actually was the, the more first we talk about the more bad Moffat story. I, I don't consider this bad at all. I mean, when, yes, you, you, when you look at Good Man Goes to War and Hitler go compared to this, this is like, you know, Let's kill Hitler. Shakespeare. Oh, let's kill Let's kill Moffat. Let's kill him. We have. We did the last podcast. Yeah. Let's kill Moffat. Um, this is, uh, remember, this is relatively new. We, I was still like, after yeah, watching yeah, yeah. 11th you were, Hour. You were, you were in the man, baseball, man I was crushing Moffat. I was still on the Moffat. Um, man crush there. I, I think Victory of the Dogs is the, is the next one. That was a Gata story. But still, Moffat was responsible. That was a two-parter. No, right? it wasn't. No. No, Victory of the Dogs. Then the next one, it went into the one with the one in Venice with the vampires. Oh, yeah. Vampires of Venice. I actually don't like that one. That one's actually not. I like that one. Just he's like, oh, vampire girls. <laughs> <laughs> that was more of the match. Well, when did Smith. Moffat go bad then? Was it was it this? Well, season? it just sort of goes up and down for a mm. season or two, and then it just gets. Like I said, I've always liked the weird. first season of Matt Smith. It's when the whole River Song crap starts next season. Exactly. Yeah, it got pretty bad. <laughs> this well, is anyway. <laughs> okay, so um, anything else about this one? No. Yeah. It just doesn't age well no. to me. I just never liked it. I, I enjoyed it a little more than I thought. When we were talking about bad episodes, I thought Beast Below was bad, but I, you know, I'm like, I don't have a lot of memory of it. I may have only seen it once or twice. I remember not liking the Liz Ten character, but I thought she was pretty good in this. I didn't like her. Well, I, I, I liked her better in this for some reason. Well, her snooping around in the mask, don't you think people would know? Because the mask is... What was the point, though? I don't understand. The mask was molded to, so it would stay on without a strap to the yeah. contours of her face. Don't you think if she's snooping around in the mask, people will kind of figure out, hey, that's the queen? Well, the plot device of that is that... And who's, like, what, 500 years the old? The mask is the hint... Three? The mask is the hint that that she's been living forever. Or she's been living longer three... Why than could she live so much longer than everybody else? Because they slowed her life cycle down oh, or something, right. remember? That's right. that's right, they said that. Which who's they? The Smilers. I don't know. That's one thing I was always. That's one thing I always. Always scratch my head. I'm like, how did they do that? Well, they're half half human, half android. Well, not the ones in the box, right? They were just when that guy turned his head around. They came out of the box. They they came out of the box. No, but the guy, his her guard there turned. Her guard was a half Smiler. Okay, but were those things half human? I mean, I don't know, but. There's some. See, we're just finding more. The more. imagery of the Smilers, I remember going when they saw the the this this year on Doctor Who, they showed that imagery. And I said, "That's perfect." I was like really eager, and when when we see them in this episode, it's like what? <laughs> just like everything. They else. didn't do anything. They just kind of well. well they tried they, to kill them. Well, they, they were very ineffective, and I was yes. I, I didn't like the. Um, the clockwork robots in uh, Girl Who in the Girl Fireplace because really? they were ineffective. They didn't do anything. They were just no. They just they're they creepy. They stole humans and took their body parts and used well, them to they fix did the that in this too. It's exactly the same plot. So Moffat well, doesn't know. He has one story and he hasn't changed. So after watching Beast Below, it was obvious to everyone that Moffat was going to screw up the next five years. <laughs> <laughs> Is that a re revisionist history? Yeah, I think so. Yeah.
Is that part of it? Like we we know Moffat so well now that we can go back and watch his early stuff and say, yeah, this was bad too. <laughs> Possibly. Yeah. Well, I I think overall, I think I if we're gonna rate um, pass or fail, I give a pass on this one. I I think. Uh, I give it a six out of ten. Yeah. Okay. That's fair. I might give it like a seven or an eight. Wow. I give it a five. Yeah. Only because there's a puking scene. <laughs> well, I didn't really like that. Because then, yeah. Because then they're covered in sick and they smell like vomit. That's okay. They're, yes. in, a, they're in a spaceship that probably smells bad the, anyway. The thing is, though, the sick... Uh, I don't want to get... <laughs> when they first landed in the th in this stuff, I'd forgotten what, where they were and everything like that. It was kind of gross. But after they got puked on, it was just like they were just wet. They no longer had that guck all over them. From well, it was a dry heave, maybe. No, maybe. <laughs> or it was just like like it, it was just bile from the it was stomach. Just water, you know. And it's like <laughs> next time you throw up and nothing comes out, then you you know you can figure. Oh, that's just like the space whale. <laughs> Anyhow. All right, this is getting gross. Yeah, it is. That's uh, enough. <laughs> just focus stop. on one scene in the whole episode. Um, Here's my favorite. It's only thing worth watching. Yeah, so, anyhow, I sort of uh, give a thumbs up to Moffat episodes, so, you know. Wow, hell has frozen over. Uh, really? And during his era, you know, it does, it does happen. I think there's a couple that he did that I liked since, you know, he took over. Okay, anything else? No. Nope, I think we covered it all. Thanks for listening.